automatically, subconsciously, I already did it. They, they're listening to this right now. They already said, I will never be Elon Musk. They already did it because they have not, they have not internally sold themselves. And the reason people don't make the money, they don't want to make it. They don't. Welcome back to Young Smart Money with me, your host, Apple Crater. Today, we have Austin Lewis on the show. Austin is a serial entrepreneur at the age of 23. He has started and invested in multiple different companies, the biggest of which and most significant of which being his social media marketing agency, A Legacy Marketing, an agency that specializes specifically in Instagram and growing clients' Instagram account. He's done a bunch of different things. And in this episode in particular, we're going to be focusing in on the factors and the strategies that he has used to see massive success across multiple different businesses at the young age of 23. This guy is absolutely killing it. You're going to want to be taking notes because he drops a lot of value. This guy is extremely excited. His his vibes, his energy is, is through the roof. So if you normally listen to podcasts at two times speed, would recommend bringing this down down to one and a half or one time speed. This guy says a lot of things, a lot of very valuable information. So you're going to have to at times pause it, rewind like a couple minutes and just listen to it again because he's dropping a lot of value here. You're going to want to make sure you digest as much as possible. So sit back, relax and enjoy this conversation with Austin Lewis. Austin, welcome to Young Smart Money. How are you doing today? Absolutely blessed, brother. How about yourself? I am doing great. So, Austin, uh, our listeners heard a little bit about you in the intro, but for those of us who aren't as familiar with you and what you do, could you give us a quick 60-second intro as to what you are up to right now? Then we're going to dive a little bit deeper into that. Yep, absolutely, brother. So, uh, Austin Lewis here from Scottsdale, Arizona, 23 years old. I'm going to turn 24 in the month of May. Uh, I, I, I actually started my, my actual career from network marketing. That's kind of what I did. Uh, I was in network marketing for five years. Um, took me four years to ever make any money. Uh, with that, uh, six months later, I became a, a six-figure earner in, in a company. Um, I was selling weight loss coffee, uh, which then, obviously, I did what most network marketers don't usually do, and that was diversify. Um, I started an exotic car rental business. Uh, I then dove into, in Scottsdale, we have like a limousine golf cart company. I, I diversified into that. We bought a limousine company um, that, of, of golf carts. Uh, and then it kind of just spiraled into doing some cryptocurrency. Uh, and, and now currently, um, we, gosh, we have a couple of different things going on. Uh, my, my main source, my number one, like my baby is obviously a legacy marketing, uh, which is a specialized Instagram and growth company. Uh, we just specialize in Instagram. We don't run any ads. We don't, um, you know, run any Facebook ads. We don't do any Facebook. We don't do any Twitter. We just simply do a legacy marketing as an Instagram growth agency. And then of course, um, I own an ATM company. Uh, and then in the next, I want to say probably seven days, which I'm super excited for, um, I'm going to be uh, rolling out a online course. So that's kind of what's keeping us busy right now, brother. <laughs> Lots of different stuff. I love it. I love it. So I'm always fascinated by how different entrepreneurs get started. So talk to me about that time before you got into network marketing, maybe when you were in like middle school, high school, were you the kid in the back of the class that was like selling bootleg CDs and like Snickers bars or like what did, what was that looking like for you? Yeah, bro. Honestly, I surprisingly no you know i was i was raised in a very traditional home you know my parents always taught me go to school get a degree get a good job work for benefits uh and that's like the kind of route that obviously i was i was going towards right uh going going throughout high school man i was i hated school absolutely hated school it just wasn't for me you know i'm not the shiniest marble in the box not the sharpest tool in the shed in fact if i told people my sat score i'd probably embarrass myself so you know school wasn't for me 
Um, and I kind of always told my parents, like, you know, the manifestation is a crazy thing, right? And sometimes you don't, I, I believe this, that you don't know what you don't know. And, and uh, going through high school, I always knew that I wasn't going to college. I just didn't know why, right? But like Jim Rohn always says, you don't got to know the what. You just got, you don't, you, don't, you just want to, you want to know the what. You just don't want to know, the, you don't need to know the how. Mm -hmm. um, and I knew the what, the what was I wasn't going to go to college. I didn't know how I wasn't going to go to college though. And so, um, you know, yeah, just going through high school, um, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't an entrepreneur. I had the entrepreneur mindset, obviously. Um, I had the entrepreneur mindset, but nothing, nothing, I wasn't selling nothing. I wasn't like, this isn't the, the Gary Vee show where I was selling lemonade because I honestly <laughs> wasn't, it sounds cool, but like it, I wasn't, mm -hmm. I wasn't selling candy. I you know, I wasn't selling shoes, things like that. I was just your normal average kid with just honest above average, average dreams, right? Um, and that's kind of who I was. And so, um, I'm, you know, I, I, this is one thing I've taken from one of my biggest mentors. And, and, you know, a thought in motion continues in motion unless it's acted upon by an outside force. Kind of like, like, like Newton's law, right? Mm -hmm. um, an object in motion continues in motion unless it's acted upon by an outside force. That's the same way that it goes with a thought. And so, uh, actually, my first like thought in motion that was absolutely deterred was I met a guy and, and this guy had a, had a dad that was had happened to be worth a couple hundred million dollars. Um, and now again, you, you got to understand like when I'm growing, when I, as I was growing up, I mean, I was used to a three bedroom, two bathroom uh, house, right? Mm -hmm. you know, 2000 square feet. You know, my, my parents ever never complained about money, but if it were, Hey, awesome. Hey, I, like, Hey mom, I want the new Xbox game. My mom would say, Hey, you got to figure out how to make that money. So how I made that money is I'd go mow lawns and things like that. I never did anything entrepreneurial mm -hmm. in that aspect. I didn't sell anything. I just ended up, you know, for my grandma doing little stuff like that. So the conversation about money growing up was always, it wasn't great. It was a little uneasy. Um, but my we always got by, you know, we always got by and I didn't leave, I didn't seem to ask a lot of questions about it. And so, you know, when I met this, my, he happened to be my friend. He was a couple years older than me when he ended up introducing me to his dad. Like this is where a thought in motion continues motion unless it's acted upon by an outside force. I saw a guy that had healthy relationships that was living the dream. At the time, I've never seen a Ferrari in my entire life coming from what I live. I was used to be from Washington State. That's where I'm originally from, a little town called Spokane. Mm. And so you don't see Ferraris. You don't see Lamborghinis. You don't see Rolls Royces and things like that. You don't usually see massive mansion houses. And, and I, I remember showing up to this guy's house one, one night and his house was literally the size of my mom neighborhood and uh, that's kind of where I sat at, 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 a, at, a, at a dining room table with him and I don't know what it was because I was always like I was for people that were at that level because it was something I was so unused to um, I literally asked him like hey what do you do um, and I remember it like it was yesterday and the story is just so incredible he literally invited me to an event on Thursday he said Austin what do you got going on you know this Thursday it was like on a weekend that I was at his house I said well I'm, I'm gonna be going to a party <laughs> I mean obviously that's what I was did I was 15 years old I was going to a party my mom was gonna drop me off I was gonna go hit on some girls do this that, and the third <laughs> I do a couple of things I probably shouldn't do and that was it um, and, and I remember you know I saw I saw his his lifestyle, I saw the relationships that he had with his kids. He had a couple of kids, which his friend happened to be one of, or his son happened to be one of my good friends. And then obviously I saw the, you know, the lifestyle, the private jets and, and the relationships that he had. And more, more so what actually inspired me was the impact he made on other people's lives. And I got to see that, you know, at his house of when he had obviously guests over and things. And so, um, you know, I, I remember he invited me to an event on Thursday. He invited me to an event on Thursday. That Thursday, he said, hey, Austin, my driver, his name was Howie. He had a driver at the time. He said, my driver, Howie's going to pick you up. Um, you're going to come to this event, be business casual, uh, and we're going to run with it. And I said, absolutely. I'll let you know if I'm able to go to that event. 
it happened to be around the same time that this party that I was going to was at as well. And so I remember that day and you know, my parents have always been super, what's the word? It's they've, they've always been super encouraging. They've always been super encouraging. And I remember that I woke up that morning, I got ready. I came home from school that day. I think I was in, I don't even remember what I was in. I think I was in eighth grade or something. Yeah. Seventh or eighth grade. It was, I think it was eighth grade. It was in eighth grade. And uh, I just remember my mom saying, hey, Austin, you're going to go to this event. Now, my mom had absolutely no idea what this event was even about. All she saw was this family's lifestyle. And, you know, my parents have never downed, you know, on the rich or, or the wealthy. Um, they just haven't been experienced to that because they didn't know it either, right? Um, and so my mom just randomly, as I was getting ready for my party, she's like, are you going to this event? And I just remember her saying, hey, Austin, Howie's outside. And she knew the driver. And uh, I just literally thought to myself, I thought to myself, like, should I actually go? Like, is sacrificing this party of something I actually want to go to, to go into something that I don't really know, right? Because it was uncomfortable. At this time, comfortable for me was what I was used to. So I didn't do things uncomfortable because um, I was always in my comfort zone. And that's just how I lived. That's how I was brought up. And so I was never taught to get out of my, my comfort zone. But something just triggered where it was like, awesome, get in that, get in his car, get in his car and go to this event. I, no, I had no idea what this event was. I showed up to this event Man, and I, and I shook the hands of people that were 20, 30, 40, 40 years old, literally making 20, 30, $40,000 a month, retired this, buying their grandparents' houses out, you know, retiring their mom and dad, just crazy stuff. And right there, a thought motion continues to motionless act upon by an outside force was the second I decided that I was going to do that. I didn't know how, but that was the second, like Jim Rohn says, I, I knew the what, I knew the what, it was going to be an entrepreneur. I didn't know how, I didn't know how, because I didn't know how to start a business. I didn't know how to sell. I didn't know, I didn't, I was, a, I'm a, honestly, I'm an introvert. I've just been so good at training myself to be an extrovert, right? Um, and that's literally, that's, that's, that's like the game plan up until I, I started my first business. My first business I started uh, was a network marketing company. Uh, it was $750 to get started. I didn't have the money. Obviously, I was, I was 15 years old. Um, I didn't have the money. And uh, at that time, I actually asked my mom for her credit card so I could go get gas. Um, and what I did is I actually swiped $750 on her credit card um, so that I could get this business started. But, and then I just remember my first check I ever got there was $1.52. Uh, and, I, and I showed it to her. Now, mind you, have it, she found out that I just swiped $750 on a credit card. Um, this was probably like two weeks later. I got a check in the mail for $1.50. Um, most people are like, how the hell did you make a dollar and 52 cents in a network marketing company? I sold a $5 brochure. <laughs> That's all I sold. I sold a $5 brochure. They sent me a check for a dollar and 52 cents. Um, but that check that I showed my mom, I was so excited and so fired up because at that time, you know, again, my, my, my mental capacity was, was shown. I already sold myself that if I can make a dollar and 52 cents, I, I can make $152. If I can make $152, I can make $152 million. And so when I showed my mom that check, on how excited I was and what that check meant for me mentally is if I can make a dollar 52, I can make 152 million. I can make 152 billion. But what she saw was a dollar and 52 second, a dollar and 52 cent check. And she sent me straight to my room, grabbing me this out and the third, but that was kind of like my upbringing into entrepreneur. You know, I dove into something that I was uncomfortable and like we always hear, everything happens for a reason. I sat in a room where, you know, I think I, I, I even hit a bong before I ended up actually going to the meeting. Like it was actually crazy. You can edit that out if you want, but um, like I, I just was so average. Like I was such an average kid. I just, my, my, my mental state was just so above average. I knew if other people could do it, then why the heck couldn't I? Right? I know I'm not going to be LeBron James. I know I'm not going to be Tiger Woods unless I practice enough. But I eventually, I 
can sell myself on that. I will be just like that, you know? Um, and that's kind of what it was. I, I thought in motion. I, I saw this lifestyle. I saw the people that were earning the money. I saw the, the people that were giving back in the communities that they were creating and, and the impact on the world that they were doing. And that's what altered my lifestyle. And that's what ultimately changed and set me up for, for where I'm at today. Mm, absolutely. So talk to us about the experience of being an introvert in a network marketing company. Because I mean, a lot of times, myself included and the people around me, I hear this association between like the people in network marketing companies are extremely extroverted and they're extremely just out there. They're going to talk to anyone on the street and, and just like socialize with everyone. Uh, and you said you trained yourself a little bit to be more of an extrovert, but talk to us about that experience of, of being 17 years old and, and being pretty introverted and, and going into this business. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and at, at this point, people, perception is reality right? Perception is reality. They look at us, they look at, you know, top people and, and, and I won't name names, but some people that they may look up on YouTube or they may look up on Instagram, like just understand those people have bad days too, right? Yeah. Let, it always, it looks so good from the outside, but when you're actually close to these people, like I always preach that like, yeah, my lifestyle is absolutely incredible. I live like most people wish they could or, 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 or like a dream, like most people wish they can. Um, but I, listen, I got bad days too, right? Like there's some days where I'm like, man, also you're not good enough. Like I have so many doubts that go through my head too. It's just, how fast can you bounce back from those? And so, you know, growing up, you know, being super introverted, like it, it's, it's all about, and again, like I was in my network marketing company for four and a half years. I never made any money. Like most people, and I'll just like go through this story. Most people don't last four months in anything, right? Like, can you make a picture like January 1st, New Year's revolution, the gym has 7,000 times more people. And 30 days later, it goes right back to the regular people that it is. People don't last long in anything. People are just normally just weak human beings, right? But at that time, I had sold myself that I was going to make it happen. I didn't give myself, most people have plan A, they have plan B, they have plan C, all this. I didn't give myself that option. It was my way or the freaking highway. And that was the only way the highway was going to roll, right? And so, you know, going through, I understood that I had to become a better person. I, I understood that Austin Lewis had to become a person that was worth the amount of money. Because I truly believe now, most people are like, man, I don't like the rich, I don't like the wealthy, or, oh, he got lucky at $200,000. He's making $200,000 a month. He got lucky doing this, you know, making a couple of million, million dollar a year companies. He got lucky when all in all reality, that's honestly bullshit because I believe the amount of money that you make is a direct correlation to the amount of people that you're actually impacting. And that's what I truly believe. Now, obviously take it like a grain of salt or take it like a buffet table, take what I like, leave what I don't like. Um, but being an introvert, I understood that I needed to grow into the person that I needed to be. Like I needed to grow into that person that was making a hundred thousand dollars a year. And if I wasn't growing, then you're staying stagnant and stagnant is just like dying. Right, just like they say, eagles, eagles, eagles are always soar and birds flock together. I always wanted to separate myself from other people. I wanted to get out of the rat race. I wanted to quit doing what other people were doing because, again, if you do what other people do, you'll get exactly what they got. And everybody else at that time, you know, being an introvert, being all right with where I was at, being okay with just going through the motions, um, you know, rather than just rather than living life, we were just rather existing. And, and I don't know about you, but I'd rather live a life. Um, you know, I saw people, you know, getting jobs at Burger King. I saw people getting jobs at Subway. I saw people, you know, enrolling into college and not knowing why they were going to college, but they're going to spend their mom's $50,000 a year to go to college for no freaking reason other than to get a, to get a, I don't even know what it is, a, get a PhD in beer bottles, right? I, that, that was no interest. I had no interest in that. And so, you know, me personally, you know, being an, an introvert, I, in four and a half years, I never made any money. I literally never made any money. Now, when I talk about never made any money, I actually mean I never made any money. Like, yeah, I signed up people here and there. I made a hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars here and there. I signed up a hundred, but I, I there was there was a, a time point in four and a half years. There were thirty conventions, thirty conventions that I went to. 
Out of those third, out of those, out of those four and a half years, there were 30 conventions that this company held. Austin Lewis was at 30 of those conventions. You know those stories when people are like, man, how'd you get there? I found a way. I didn't have a lot of money, but I knew what it was going to be because I showed up to every single event. Now these events, I'm from Washington state. These events were in Florida. These events were in Miami. These events were, were in, uh, uh, St. Louis. These events were in Salt Lake City, Utah. These events were in New York. Like they were all over the world. So that required travel and travel requires what? Requires money. Requires money. And I wasn't making money at the time. And again, my parents wouldn't support me. And, and financially, they supported me mentally, right? They wouldn't support me financially ever because again, they didn't have the money either. And so, um, you know, I always found a way because I always mentally sold myself. And, and once I sell myself on something, I'm, I'm going to go do it. I'm going to make it happen. There's no questions, ins, ifs, or buts. If I'm not good enough, I'm going to figure out how to be good enough. And so um, literally out of those four and a half years, there were 30 conventions in total in this company. And I went to every single one. There wasn't one convention that I missed. And that was just pure selling myself on the fact that I was good enough, right? Um, and so that was just me under, like going to an event was, was me getting out of my comfort zone and me getting out of my comfort zone and listening and taking, like, I was a sponge. Like most people that I talk to in today's world, like they think the most expensive real estate's in California. They think the most expensive real estate is Chad Carroll selling a $52 million penthouse. When in all reality, the most expensive real estate that you have that's in this world today is the six inches between your ears. It's your mindset. Right? It's what you, because again, 70% of the day you talk to yourself. What is it that you talk to yourself about? Right? Are you talking yourself up or are you putting yourself down? You know, every single day, I remember there was actually a period in my life, it was for two years, that I didn't do anything, Apple, but other than listen to people that had what I wanted. Right? Because I'm a firm believer. If you do what other people do, and you, you'll get exactly what they got. Now, again, most people in today's world, they want to listen to mom, they want to listen to dad, they want to listen to somebody else that isn't actually living the lifestyle that they wanted to live. So there was a time in my life where all I did was walk around with earbuds in my, in my ears, constantly listening to audios, constantly listening to things that would raise my dopamine level up on a 24-7, literally, standpoint, because the environment that I was in was so negative right? It was so negative. My dad's like, oh man, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. My mom's like, oh my gosh, Tim, why did you buy this? Why did you buy that? Growing up, my dad was a little bit of an alcoholic. You know, why are you always drinking? Why? My environment was so negative that I constantly had to upbring myself with a bunch of positivity, right? It ha I had to raise my dopamine because of the environment that I was in. So I would go look at the cars. I'd go to the dealership and look at the BMWs, look at the Mercedes and and things like that because at the time I, I was living in a smaller town that it didn't have Ferraris like they don't sell just Lamborghinis there and so I had to do whatever it is I, I knew I, 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 would, I would spend my last tank of gas and my money to drive around to, uh, at houses that actually raised my dopamine that got me excited and fired up for my future because what you put into your mind what you receive is what you do what you what you reflect in this life that you can create so I remember I'd go to bed man I'd go to bed I would go to bed and and I'd listen to I'd, I'd stick my phone under my pillow and I just listen to audios because again, your subconscious mind never sleeps. Most people don't forget, like most people forget that. They think when they, when they, when they stop turning on Netflix when they shut off Netflix to go to bed, that whatever they were watching, if it was scary, if it was negative, this and the third, that that is going to continue to play in their subconscious mind for the rest of the night. So when I put on motivational stuff, when I put like, it was really hard for me every morning, bro, to wake up in a bad attitude, wake up with a bad mindset because I went to bed having a good mindset. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, a lot, of growth a lot of growth is ultimately I know I dragged that on but a lot of growth is kind of what allowed me to 
um, get, you know, train myself, train who I am. Because again, I got to, you know, everybody, don't, they don't have, they don't know what their life purpose is. They don't know what their purpose is in anything. And again, I'm, I'm 23 years old. You're young too. I, I don't, I don't expect somebody to know their life purpose right away. Like I don't even expect some people that are 40 to know their life purpose, right? Because every day it's always different. It's always changing for me. My life purpose is always going, is always going to be getting better. It's always going to be leveling up because the, the better the person that I become, the more I'm going to be able to have a bigger life purpose, right? And so I always knew that I was here to serve other people. Like I'm not here just for Austin Lewis. I'm not here for myself. I'm here for other people. And that's is what allowed me to get out of my comfort zone. That's what allowed me to grow as a person. And again, those overnight success that people call me now, man, I've been doing this for a decade. I've been doing this for a decade. And every single day, I still read more books than you. Every single day, I still listen to more audios than you listen to. Every single day, I still grow more than you do. And I guarantee I'm in a lot better position than most people. But I'm still constantly getting myself better. I'm still constantly sharpening my tools. Mm. Now, a lot of people are going to hear manifestation and they're going to put a picture of a Lamborghini on, on their phone background and think that's good and think they're like well on their way to succeeding. How do you, how do you balance execution with having that vision in mind? Yeah, man, I think taking action. You know, too many people talk about it, but nobody, people, nobody actually sells themselves on it. Like I believe selling yourself is one of the most important things you could ever do. Like I sold myself, I have sold myself that I was good enough. Like most people, when you say, when you think of the greats, let's think of Elon Musk. Most people automatically, subconsciously, I already did it. They, they're listening to this right now. They already said, I will never be Elon Musk. They already did it because they have not, they have not internally sold themselves. And the reason people don't make the money, they don't want to make it. They don't impact the people that they don't want to impact is they don't sell themselves on what it is that they actually are here for. They don't sell them. When they start a business, when they start something, they don't actually sell themselves on what it could do for them, right? Just, just having, a, just having a, a picture on here is great, but it's, you know, motivation is just like baby. You should do it every day. Heck, I do it every day. Like people are like, I'm so tired of all these entrepreneurs saying that, you know, they're so sick of the rah-rah and they, they don't, they're not here for the hype. Man, bull. I need the freaking hype. I need the hype every single day. You see what I'm saying? And, and that's why I show up. That's why manifestation is so freaking is so empowering for so many people. Dude, I still, you know, I, yes, I've earned, I've owned the exotic cars. Yes. You know, I've lived in the penthouses and yes, I travel the world and things like that. I still Austin Lewis go to the Lamborghini dealership. Yes. My partners owned the Lamborghini. Yes. We've owned a Ferrari. Yes. We've owned R8s. I, I've, I've owned the stuff. But I still like to constantly surround myself with it, right? Just like you are the average of the five people that you hang out with. Your five best friends are broke. Chances, chances are you're probably what? You're probably broke. You know, your five best friends are, are multimillionaires. Your five best friends are inspiring the world. Your five best friends are building a massive team and organization that are literally changing the world. You're probably going to do what? You're probably going to do the same dang thing, right? But most people, they, they don't change their environment and they expect their environment to change. I like that. I'll say that again. Mm. Most people don't change their environment, but they expect their environment to change. It'll never change. Not, if, you don't, if, you do every, if you do what you do on a daily basis, expecting a change, you're doing what the definition of insanity is. Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Change what you're doing on a daily basis. Change just having a, like, what is, what is having a picture of a Lamborghini going to do on the back of your phone for? You're going to look at it how many times? Most of the time, look at your screen time. You're not even looking at it that much. You're not even looking at it that much. You know what I mean? Like, but get, 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 get in the routine of always giving yourself dopamine. And dopamine is always giving you that level of like, oh, yeah, I can do it. Like, yeah, this is good, man. Like, sometimes it's, it's a song. Sometimes it's, you know, go sit in a car. Sometimes it's, you know, go listen to that podcast. Sometimes it's go talk to that person, right? That's going to give you dopamine and say, hey, listen, Apple, you can make this thing.
this thing happen. You can do this. I believe in you. I believe in you more than you believe in yourself. That's the kind of dopamine. Go, go drive around and look at those beautiful freaking homes in your neighborhood, right? Go look at, go, you see, most people, when they watch Netflix, they don't, they, they watch Netflix for the solely version of entertaining. If I watch Netflix, which I do very rarely, it's probably like suits or something. I'm like, man, how did he tie his tie? I'm like, what, what, kind of, what kind of glass of scotch is he drinking? And how often does he drink it, right? It's the mentality of little things that you can pick up, that you can circle in, and you can do what they can do, and you'll get exactly what they got. So manifestation is so freaking empowering. But again, it doesn't help if you don't ever sell yourself on it. If you have a picture of your Lamborghini or a Lamborghini you want or a dream of yours on your phone screen, and you haven't actually mentally sold yourself on having that picture or, or, or having that Lamborghini, having that Lamborghini on your phone screen does no good does no good. In, in fact, what I would probably change is why you're doing it. Because why you're doing it's going to get you rather than a Lamborghini. Why I wake up every single day earlier than other people is because I want my mom to live the lifestyle that she couldn't even dreamt of. I still, that's what I do every single day. In fact, my mom's on my, my, mom's on my home screen. My mom's literally actually on my home screen. Let's see if this thing, there she is. She's on my home screen. She's mm. literally a picture of her. And, and yeah, I've had all the materialistic things. Yeah, I'm going to continue to have materialistic things because I like those things. Yeah, I'm going to continue to have the fashion. Yeah, I'm going to be able to continue to travel the world. Yeah, I'm going to be continued. I'm going to continue to create six figure and multiple seven figure earners. I, but again, but the materialistic stuff isn't what actually is going to drive you. The manifestation of knowing my mom of that she's good. I've already sold myself on that. She's already going to live a lifestyle that she could only dreamt of. I shouldn't even know it was possible. It's already done. Now I just got to make it happen. Mm, absolutely. And we've talked a lot about manifestation in, in terms of material things. And those can definitely be very beneficial to you if you have that why, if you have that really strong why. Uh, but I want to hear a little bit more on the role that other people have had on you and especially influential people. Um, you mentioned your friend's dad, who was, who was hundreds of millions of dollars worth um, at, at a very young age. But like, Who have some of your other mentors been? Who have been other people that have been extremely influential on you? And how were you able to connect with those people? Yeah, man. So to be completely honest with you, like it's it's so funny. Back back in in in, in the, like, you know three four years ago when Austin Lewis was really at that time just really a nobody. Uh, I had I had three to five mentors, and those three to five mentors I've never met. Those three to five mentors, other than my one that's made for a couple a couple hundred million dollars. He's over. He's worth over four hundred million now at this point. Um, lives in Seattle, Washington. But uh, at, you know I had four three or four mentors, um, and those three or four mentors outside of him I, I never even met. But I followed him on Instagram. I follow them on YouTube. I follow them on podcasts. I follow them on Facebook. I like, I was on their business profile. Dude, there was some times that I would show up to whatever, if they had a call of some sort with 3,000 people, 5,000 people, if they were doing a meeting, if they were doing an event, I would go. I would go. I probably knew if you, if, like, if I sat one of my mentors down that I didn't actually know, but I listened to that one of their podcasts probably 2,000 times now, the same podcast over and over and over and over again. Because again, if you watch a movie and you watch a movie twice, three times, four times, you all usually pick up more than you did the first time. You know, like, oh shoot, that was in there. I didn't even notice it was like that, right? And that's how it was for my mentors. And so honestly, like, so most people are like, man, I need a physical mentor. I need them to touch, smell, feel, this and the third. Which don't get me wrong, that's great. You'll get to that. You'll get to that if you've sold yourself on that. But you don't need that starting out. Because most people are like, man, I'm not going to be able to get that. Well, yeah, you're right. You might not be able to get that right now. But hey, you, that doesn't mean they can't be your mentor. Buy every book they've got. 
buy every book they've written, hop on every YouTube thing that they have. They have 300 subscribers or 3 million subscribers. It doesn't matter. Get on their YouTube, watch every single one of their videos, watch how they talk, look, look, what, they, look what they talk about and see how they talk. And you'll do exactly that, right? And so, you know, those were my first couple of mentors, man. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know them personally, but I knew everything about them. I knew everything about them. Um, I, you pretty much could have called me psychotic, you know, because I, it, it was just crazy. Like I knew everything about them because again, I wanted to do what they did and then I wanted to get there what they got. Um, and then of course, over the last couple of years, you know, I've been able to have, have super good mentors, uh, super good people in my life, just as I level up as a person, because you attract who you are, you attract who you are. So as I became a better person, I always attracted better people into my life. Um, and that's a massive result. Like it, like it, it, there's people call this thing, you know, success. They call it a, there's a secret like there's no secret to success like if you actually listen to this and, and where i started to where i'm at today you would have if you met me five six years ago you would have been like man this kid's never going to become successful but i just literally followed the pattern of what success needs and that's how i've created it man you know now i have mentors that you know now i've i've shaken the hands of bob proctor now i've i've i've, I've been around you know uh, cody sperber and all these incredible successful people where we're actually like i can i, I could I, I could i could text you know trent shelton right now like I can literally text Trent Shelton right now. And so, you know, just people understanding that I can shoot them a DM, they're going to respond to me, um, is so powerful. And again, I didn't have that, you know, I didn't have that right away. It's grown over time, you know, always be building your network, always be leveling up as a, as a person, because then you're going to attract those people into your lifestyle. Exactly. And so many people try to reach out to these people before they have done anything themselves. They haven't provided, they don't have a, a platform or they don't have anything to provide value to anyone else. They're just trying to like siphon off and like be a vampire pretty much and just like suck the life out of everybody else around them. So yeah, it's, it's crucial that you have some kind of something that you've built up, some kind of skill, some kind of talent, some kind of platform that you have to, to allow other people to, to, to really be able to provide value and to just have the knowledge and experience of, of actually going through something on your own. Yeah. So talk to us about establishing your why, because it sounds like you have a very, very solid why. Um, and it, to me, it sounds like it stemmed sort of from that first mentor of yours, because you said uh, the way he was able to impact the people around him was very Im impactful on you and, and really gave you that drive. So how, how would a listener who, who doesn't really have a strong why, maybe they're, they're 17 years old or 18 years old, they're feeling a little bit lost. They're, they're in high school right now. They don't really know what they want to do after they graduate. Um, how, how would you advise them to establish that why and, and really find a drive behind whatever they want to do and really establish like what, what they even want to get out of life? Yeah, no, 100%, man. Um, you know, especially if it's towards those, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19 year olds, even 20 year olds, or even up to 23, obviously, because um, that's, I remember being in this position. I had a lot of friends. I was the cool kid. Like, I, you know, all my friends were partying and having fun and driving the cars and, you know, doing this, that, a third, you know, staying out late nights, you know, showing up to class late because um, we were so freaking tired or whatever, whatever the reason was. But just understand that, you know, again, you are the average of the five people that you hang out with. In 70% of the conversation that you have with on a daily basis, the 70% of that is with yourself. So what it is that you're talking to yourself about? What is it that you're saying to yourself? Are you saying that you're good enough? Are you saying that I don't know if I can be him? Are you saying you can be Elon Musk? Because Elon Musk is just a person if you talk to him. And then, or are you saying that, ah, he's Elon Musk, I can't be him, right? Um, most people like to compare themselves with other people, but they've already died because they've compared themselves with other people, right? You don't need to compare yourself to other people because you're not those other people. You're you, you're you, right? And so, you know, growing up, I cut, I cut, I cut all of my friends out, man. I cut every single one of my friends out. I, I did not have friends uh, from the age of probably 17 to 21. 
17 to 21, I didn't have friends. I didn't hang out with friends. I didn't go have, go to their birthday parties or I didn't go do this, go do that. Because again, like you said, they were, they were leeches to me. They were leeches to me. And they, they were bringing me down when all I was doing was trying to offer value. When all I was trying to do was offer value. Right. And so, you know, one thing I had to understand and one thing that I had to see is, is, is cutting those people out of my life was actually the greatest thing I've ever done with my entire life. Now that's, that's what allowed me to have more self-reflecting time. Cause people are like, man, what's your why? Or why? I don't even know what my why is. My why is, my why is a hundred dollar bill. It's like, no dude, your, your why isn't a hundred dollar bill. A hundred dollar bill is just a piece of paper. And, and this piece of paper isn't going to get you anywhere. If, if you don't know why you want it, you, you know, if you had a hundred million dollars in a bank account, and you didn't know why, what would you do with it? What would you do with it? That's the question. And, and, and that is a great time, especially being age 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old. You have the potential to do a lot of self-reflecting. We just don't do a lot of self-reflecting because again, our, our life, our, the world that we live in is just so fast paced. It's just so fast paced. We don't take time to stop and say, hey man, where was I six months ago? Where am I today? How much have I grown? How much more is in my bank account? How many more friends? How many more relationships, connections do I have? How, how much larger is my network? We don't do that at a young age. We don't do that. We, we, we just kind of exist rather than actually live, right? And so, you know, that's kind of what actually, uh, you know, separated me from, you know, where I, if, if, I did, if I didn't do that, if I didn't do a lot of self-reflecting at age 17, if I didn't, you know, go to those seminars and travel and, and, and I didn't sacrifice, I did a lot of sacrificing. Every single, like my 17-year-old, my 17-year-old birthday, I didn't do anything. My 16-year-old birthday, I didn't do anything. That sounds so freaking boring and so lame. But like, man, my 21st birthday, I lived like I had a 21st birthday. Like it was so sick. Short-term inconvenience for long-term stability. Most people just aren't willing to put in that work. More, most people aren't willing to, like my, one thing my mentor always said to me was, Austin, would you live in horse manure for three years to live the rest of your life like you could only dreamt of? My answer is absolutely yes. I will suck it up for three years, three years of my life to live the rest of my life, the best of my life. Most people wouldn't do that. Most people right now are saying they would do that when they actually wouldn't do that. Um, and that was just it, man. It was, it was the conversations that I had with myself. It was, it, was the, it was the friendships that I had on YouTube. It was the friendships I had on podcasts. It was the friendships I had on Instagram that ultimately changed my life, man. Mm. Got my mindset in the right direction, allowed me to figure out what my why was, allowed me to figure out why I was doing what I was doing rather than what I was doing. Don't get me wrong. I struggled with it, man. I became very egotistical. I had a really big ego and a really little bank account because that's just what I was. That's just who I was. Because again, I didn't figure out my why until recent. I didn't, so I would have beat yourself up over it. But again, you've got to understand your place and why you're doing it, what it is that you're doing. And have, my, my, my thing is have a greater, greater purpose that you're not even used to. Like have a greater, and, and what I mean by that is get out of your comfort zone and, and, and start making money for something else. And the money for you will always catch up. Most people aren't willing to do that though. Most people aren't willing to put something else first, let the money substitute that for them or for whatever it is that it is. Whether your goal is to pay your moms, it's going to, you're going to get out of your comfort zone. If, if, if you are in a business or you're starting this, you're starting that, you're doing that job and you want that job to buy yourself a new car. If you just figured out a little bit of why you see mom struggling and you paid a thousand dollars out of your paycheck for rent, that's going to get you super uncomfortable. That's going to get you super motivated. And that, that is going to ultimately give you so much dopamine. You're going to see why it is that you're doing. And I guarantee you that car is going to come no matter what. Hmm. 
talk to us about your self-reflection practice because clearly it seems like that's been a big part of your life. Um, what does that look like for you? How often are you reflecting? Do you like structure it? Do you say, all right, I'm going to sit down for like an hour and reflect on the last six months or what's that looking like? Yeah, man. Uh, honestly, I, I, and again, I'm not going to sound perfect here. I mean, sure. I, 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 I struggle with it as well. I struggle with it as well. And now over the over time and, and, and obviously having more money, I'm able to do things a little bit differently um, where I'm actually able to, to do that. Like most people, like I'm all about, I'm all about vibes, right? I'm all about vibes. I'm super high energy because that's how I got to keep myself on a daily basis. Otherwise, because I mean, nobody wants to listen to somebody that's monotone and doesn't have a lot of energy and this out there. Because again, they're going to be, you're going to leech off them. And, and I want you, I want you, when you talk to me, I want you to leave a better person than when you start, when you started talking to me. That's my ultimate goal, right? And so, you know, I'm all about vibes. I'm all about, about uh, energy levels and things like that. That's why my energy, energy levels are so high constantly. But I always put myself in a constant state of doing that. Like, like most people in today's world, they won't spend an extra $100 to go to a nicer hotel when they travel because they, they, they put themselves in a scarcity mindset rather than if you paid the extra $100 to go to a better hotel that has better energy, that has better vibes, you'll probably end up making more money. Like it's crazy, 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 crazy on thinking that way, but I've trained myself that way. Like most people today, like I, I, I live in Scottsdale, Arizona here. Um, I'm inside the Legacy office right now. You know, I, I, I'm super, I, I have a lot of anxiety and so I want to be super calming and I want and I want to have time to obviously do some self-reflecting and see where I've gone over the last couple of years and see where I've came, see where I've, what I've become, see the amount of people I've been impacting. And so literally what I did is inside my room, I, I invested the money. I bought a fish tank. I bought a fish tank. It's a saltwater fish tank. I've never had a saltwater fish tank in my life. And my, this entire fish tank setup cost me about $5,000. That's not including the fish that I actually have inside of it. I bought a Teslata eel, which is the dopest eel um, that literally is it's one of the most aggressive eels in the ocean. Um, it, it actually, I actually bought it from Bali. It came from Bali, um, shipped it, absolutely insane. And then, of course, I got a couple other fish in there. But the reason that people are like, man, why would you spend five, $6,000 on a fish tank? And it's like, man, this $5,000, $6,000 is an investment for me because you should see when I sit down in this beanbag, turn on some brain music music, and I get so many freaking ideas. I'm not thinking about anything. I'm not looking at my phone. I'm not seeing what, what, what fire there is. That is me time, man. That's what I do. I'm not going to reach out to you. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to do what you want me to do. If my businesses are blowing up, my businesses can wait, man. This is me time, right? This is my time to allow myself to reflect. Hey, can you guys be quiet? We'll have to cut that out. <laughs> no worries. That's, I mean, that's essential, man, is setting aside that time to, to really figure out um, what, where you are and how you've gotten there. Because if you never reflect on the, on the, the way that you've gotten to where you are right now, then you're never going to know what you need to do to like keep going down that path or, or really change paths. Um, so I think that's essential. Absolutely, man. Uh, all right, Austin, I have some questions that I'd like to ask all of my guests before we finish the show. Are you feeling ready for them? Absolutely, man. Wonderful, wonderful. So the first question uh, is, what are you excited about right now? This could be something in your business, in the wider realm of entrepreneurship, the world, uh, but what's something you're genuinely excited about right now? Man, I'm excited that the viewers are listening. Uh, that's, that's, that's one. Uh, and, and two, I'm excited for, for somebody to shoot me a DM and say, hey, man, uh, that, that interview that you did with Apple, uh, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. And, and that one thing that you shared with me actually uh, was a thought motion that created, uh, obviously, where it deterred my life. It changed what it changed what I did on a daily basis. Because so many people think they got to change these big, massive things on a daily basis. And they really only got to change a lot of little things. A lot of little things will change all of the big things. Everybody else thinks they gotta fix, they've got to fix the big problems. When in all reality, that small leak is the reason everything else is, is leaking as well, right? So, um, you know, what? 
what I'm excited about, man, is just life. I'm excited about life. Um, you know, and, and I've always been excited about life. I've always been excited about what it is that we have here. And again, that's, that's through reflecting and understanding what, where we, like, man, I live in Scottsdale, Arizona. It's sunny. It's, it's freaking gorgeous here. The people I'm around are winners. The people I'm around are winners. Uh, and, and where we're going to go this year is going to be insane. That's what I'm excited for, right? I, everything I've done is, has manifested myself. You know, I just got news over the last couple of days that a legacy marketing, my marketing company is going to actually be put in Forbes. We're going to be put in Entrepreneur Co. And that's not something I thought about. That's not something I expected. That's just, but that's something I wanted, right? And, and so that's just what I'm excited for, man. I'm excited for life. I'm excited for everybody else. I love watching people succeed. Like that's actually become one of my addictions is watching people go from zero to hero, you know, um, watching somebody, you know, uh, change the course of their life by just a simple decision that they made. And that simple decision might even be yes. That simple decision might be saying no. I don't know, but a simple decision can ultimately change your life because that's what it's done for me. And so um, that's what I'm excited for, man. Mm, 100%. Love your vibes. Love your energy, man. It, it really, it's contagious. I love it, Jim. <laughs> so do you have any habits that have served you particularly well? These could be in your business, in your lifestyle, but just things you do on a regular basis to help you level up. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I'll be completely transparent here. I'll be completely transparent. I don't want to tell people what they want to hear. I want to tell yeah. them what they need. Do it. Uh, and that is no, I, I, I don't, I don't have a habit. I don't have, the only habit I have is brushing my teeth and trying to eat. I'm super bad at all of that. There's not one thing I am perfect at. Cause again, my lifestyle is always changing. My life's always changing. My life looks different every 30 days. Literally, my life looks different every 30 days. Some days, like I remember there was a time in my life when I went to, when I woke up at five o'clock in the morning, every morning I went, I woke up at five o'clock in the morning. I read a little bit or I listened to a little bit of an audio. I'm not a good reader. I do not read books. I read chapters. I do not read books. I read chapters. I will solely buy a $13 book just to read one chapter that I like. Cause again, I don't read books. I can't read books. I, it just stresses me out. You know what I mean? I'm not good at it either. It's slower than a turtle crossing the road, but I read chapters. But I do listen to books. I do a lot of audios and I follow along when I am reading a book. But I don't read a lot of books. I just read chapters. Uh, but again, it, it's going from, you know, where I was at to, to where I wanted to be. And, and honestly, man, like, I don't have habits. I don't have habits. Because again, my life is different every 30 days. And so I remember the time of me being able to, you know, wake up at five o'clock in the morning, do a little bit of audio, going to the gym and I'm at work. I'm, I'm working by 8, 39 o'clock. Like now, today, right now, in my life, again, it's always changed. I can't get up before 7.30. I cannot wake up before 7.30. It just is not in my, it, it just does not work right now. Now again, in 60 days and 30 days, it might be completely different. I might not be able to wake up until 9 a.m. Right. But that's just, I, I, that's what's, that's what's working for me. There was a time in my life when going to the gym in the morning worked right now. It don't work. It don't work right now. I can't go to the gym at 9am. I got to go to the gym at 5pm, right. Or 6pm or 7pm or, 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 or I got to go to the gym at noon. It, I'm not on a, this is a routine. This is because my life's so fast, man. I move at such a fast pace. I'm always constantly doing something and achieving more and, and bringing on more and giving myself so many tasks. I'm so freaking busy. It's unbelievable. How can I have a routine? Mm. Right? I, I don't, I don't have my, my only habit, my only habit. And this is something I, I, this is, this is probably my only habit. My only habit is challenging myself to be better than I was yesterday. Mm. Always to be chasing something and moving away from something else. That's what I do every single day. I always run away from yesterday. I always run away from something that put me down. I always run away from where I'm at and I always chase something else. Right? I mean, my greatest hero is me. In 10 years, in 10 years, you're going to ask me, man, who's your greatest hero? Is it you yet? And I'm going to say, no, it's me in 10 years. It's always going to be me in 10 years. It's 
always going to be me in 10 years. So no sexy habits here. Um, just a normal average kid with above average dreams and goals that put to, that literally worked, that worked, built something, um, and, and had a lot of fun doing it, man. I had a lot of fun doing it. I have a lot of fun. I enjoy myself. All the employees of Legacy Marketing, they have a lot of fun. Um, they're, they're not downed on because they're in employees because most of our employees do better than most entrepreneurs. Mm. Um, it's a good environment. It's a good place to be. Um, and, and again, you know, I, I just want to be better than I was yesterday. And today I'm going to be great. Today I'm going to be great. And tomorrow I'm going to be even better, man. I love it. I love it. So you mentioned that you're reading chapters, you're listening to audios. What, what content in particular are you consuming? Are there any sources that, that you like better than others? Any podcasts in particular, any YouTube channels in particular, any authors in particular? What's that looking like for you? Yeah, man. I mean, I honestly listen. I never listen to how to. I never listen to how to stuff. So mm -hmm. I don't listen to, you know, how to build a Shopify store or I don't, you know, read how to get rich. I don't read how to make your first million. I don't read, you know, how to make six figures in network marketing. I don't read how to build a social media company. I, I, I read the what's. I read the what's because every single day, like if I just, if you, if you wrote, if you wrote two books, Apple, your first book was how you've built this insane business. And the second one was what I'm always going to get more fulfillment and more joy. And you're going to keep me a lot longer on the what than the how. Cause the how you can figure it out, man. The how you can figure it out. You, 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 you follow other people's footsteps. Do what they do. You'll get what they got. You know, fail, fail. Do you know how many businesses? I, me, me, my partner now, Austin Zabak. He's my partner in, in a lot of our businesses that we do together, and, and we've created, you know, millions of dollars in companies. Um, we, him, and I have created a, a, a 25 people in, in our current company, making an extra five figure dollar, five figures a year. Um, and we've actually created two people now within nine months that that are now creating six figures a year in, in, in our just our company, um, in one of our companies. And you know, our, our model, our motto is is look at 20 things, look at 20 businesses, look at 20 ideas. Uh, you know, implement 15 of them. Implement 15 of them, meaning do 15 of them. Make 15 businesses. And uh, three of them actually succeed, and the rest of them, the three succeed so much more to where it pays off the fifth, the other, the other, what is that, the other 12 that didn't succeed. The three pay off the 12 that didn't succeed, the three 10x. You mm -hmm. pour fuel onto that fire. So I look at 20, I do 15, 12 of them fail, three of them succeed, the three that, that succeed pay for the 12 that failed, and the three we 10x, right? So that's what it is, man. That's what it is. And so you know, I, I never listen to the, I never listen to the how I always listen to the what I listen to the motivation I listen to. Cause again, I am good enough. I don't know how, but I'll figure it out, man. I'll figure it out. Most people just want to listen to the how to's man. They're Googling how to do this, how to, man. If I, I was, I, I'm so bad at computers and it's so embarrassing watching me try to build something on a computer. Everybody else is YouTubing on how to build a funnel on click funnels or something, right? This was me like two, a year and a half ago. I was, people were Googling on Austin, just YouTube how to, man, no, I'm gonna figure this out myself. I go on to click funnels, I start clicking away at stuff, figuring out stuff, and boom, I can build a funnel now, right? Now, obviously that's not my role is to build a funnel, but now I can do it, but I teach myself by doing it. it now, is that being, me being stubborn and things like that? Man, I think that's, I think you can learn a lot from what other people's failures are, but you can also learn a lot because we're young, I'm young, I can also learn a lot by failing as well, right? Now, there's some things in business that I've done that my mentors have done too that have failed. Like, oh yeah, that's a good idea, but no, it doesn't work. Great, I won't do that, right? But there's some things that I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna figure out, I'm gonna fail forward. I'm always failing forward because so th those 12 businesses, this last year, those 12 businesses, 
I think a, a, a combined, I think it, out of those 12 businesses, we probably lost $120,000 combined between my partner and I, $120,000 just gone. That, I learned so much from that. That I don't even look at that, we lost a, a hundred grand. I look at that and we've made multiple hundreds of grands because we've lost that hundred grand, right? Um, and, and, and so that's what I always, like, that's what I always do is, is always on YouTube or, or, or podcasts or videos or, or something like that. Man, I always, I always read how to become a better person. I always read on, on, on what I could do, what I need to be internalizing into my, into my head, right? Not the, not the how, but the what, because the how will figure it out, man. The how will figure it out. Absolutely. Austin, you've been dropping a ridiculous amount of value on our listeners today. If they want to go, if they want to follow up with you, see more Austin Lewis, hear more from you, where should we send them? Where can they follow up with you at? Yes, sir. So uh, I actually just hired a videographer. Um, his name's RD3 Media. Uh, he's an absolute stud. Um, with, so we're going to be coming really hard on YouTube. We're going to be coming really hard on YouTube. Uh, I am at the Austin Lewis, the Austin Lewis on Instagram. Uh, I don't use Facebook. I don't use Twitter. I don't use anything uh, other than Instagram and YouTube. So come shoot me a, a, a follow there. Um, and then uh, my, my business website is you can just literally Google a legacy marketing, A-L-E-G-A-C-Y marketing, and I'll be at the top, man. Give my, give my, give my, give my office line a call, man. We'll pick it up. Awesome. Awesome. I'll be sure to link up all of those in the show notes below for y'all to check out. Austin, do you have any last words of wisdom, parting thoughts for our listeners here today on Young Smart Money? Yeah, man. Uh, obviously, first of all, Apple, thank you, brother. Um, I, I appreciate what you're doing, man. I don't tend to do a lot of podcasts, but I saw what you were doing. I saw you've been super consistent. I saw the business. I saw you getting in top, top 100 business uh, podcasts, man. Uh, so hats off to you, brother. Um, I mean, obviously, we wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Um, so, you know, for all the viewers, you know, show, show Apple some love, man. Share this, um, you know, show his podcast some love because what he's doing is absolutely incredible. I know you're not going to just impact a thousand people, but you're going to impact millions, man. I truly believe that. And so uh, with, with in, in ending, uh, in, in leaving that, man, I, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate you. Um, and I look forward to doing some sort of business with you uh, down the road and in the future, man. Uh, I'm excited for you. excited for your future. I'm excited to watch this podcast grow. Uh, and again, guys, get excited, get fired up. I always say, you know, to every single person, each of us is one of us. One of us is all of us and all of us, man, we're going to go crush this thing. <laughs> that is Austin Lewis, the legend. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate your time. Likewise, brother. I appreciate you, man. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this latest episode of Young Smart Money and got a ton of value out of it. If you did, do not forget to subscribe to the podcast. It only takes about five seconds. If you're walking the dog, if you're going to the gym, pull that phone out of your pocket, press that subscribe button, and uh, drop us some love in the ratings and review sections as well. Those really do help the podcast get in front of even more people and helps us get even more amazing guests on the show. And I do read each and every one of your ratings, reviews, message that you send me. Uh, they, they really do impact me and the show and show me exactly what you want to be seeing here on Young Smart Money. So again, do not forget to drop us a rating, review, and subscribe over in iTunes. And guys, have a wonderful day. Take care. And I really do appreciate you choosing to spend your time here with us on Young Smart Money. Have a wonderful day. Real quick, just launched a new project called the Online Course Examiner, basically the Yelp of online courses. It is blowing up lately. OnlineCourseExaminer.com. Check it out. 